Hey everyone, it's Kid Fury here to remind you about our sponsor, Hulu Plus. Make sure that you go over to HuluPlus.com slash the read and take advantage of the extended free trial. Watch all of your favorite shows the day after they air and tons of other retro shows that you haven't seen in a long, long time. Go get your life. You're going to love it. HuluPlus.com slash the read. So let's start the show. Hey everybody. We're back. Episode whatever. Yep. <laughs> Just doesn't even, who cares? Uh, whatever. It doesn't even fucking matter. I'm Kid Fury. I'm Jada Pinkett Smith. And this is the read. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Kid Fury? I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> okay. We have a guest. We do. Woo. So much fun that we had to bring her back. Hi. It's Francesca, okay? Cheska Lee. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Uh, thank you guys for having me back. It's great to be here. This has been kind of like a thing in the making. I don't know. We were like a hot ass mess in terms of like coordinating things and getting people on the show. Yeah. I feel like a million and one things have happened since I was last year in all of our lives. So I'm, it's not that surprising to me. Right. It feels right. like it was a year ago and it was really just like a couple months maybe. It feels like you guys have been doing this show for like years. <laughs> Right? I'm not entirely sure if that's good or bad, but it kind of does feel like we've been at it for a while. No, I think that's a really good thing. It means that you guys feel familiar and you're something that like we look forward to and we, we don't mm-hmm. want to have out of our lives. Like so. hugs. Yes, like hugs. We feel like hugs. Okay. That's well. your new slogan. <laughs> Put that on a mug, somebody. All right. So this week. I don't even think that we have talked about anybody who is on the list of pop culture shit, like, on the show ever. Really? Yes. Didn't you say it was, like, a slow week? Yeah, I had to do scraping at the bottom of the fucking (laughs) entertainment news barrel to get, like, three stories. Are we getting, like, wireless celebrities this week? I'm kind of excited now. Well, we're going to start with DMX. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, okay. So DMX owes $1.24 million in child support. (gasps) You are the only one surprised. Yeah, because I'm not I don't. F- I don't follow him enough to know. I mean, I know he's like a mess and he's been really bad. But Yeah. Did you see him on Eon La Fix My Life? No, but I heard you guys talk about it. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Well, he <laughs> claims that he has about maybe $50,000 to his name. He owes $1.24 million. And then he's also like, I think, $10 million in debt in other places. I don't know. Like, all together, he owes a pretty fucking penny. How do you even get to $11 plus million in debt? Like, how do you, how does your line of credit even go that far? I don't. I think a lot of people are you paying on these people just become so wealthy and they just start spending so irresponsibly on credit because they just think their money's never going to run out. And, (laughs) And maybe some of them are like loan sharks and prostitutes and Swiss beats. Okay, you know what? Which could kind of all roll up into one. How many kids is this 1.24 million even for? That's got to be at least ten. a football team worth of niggas. Wow. Wow. He has 10 kids. Four of them are with his wife, Tashira. His <laughs> Damn. estranged wife, who he's been with for 11 years. But he also has admitted to sleeping around and having children with other women. And it's just like, okay, so throughout your marriage. Lord. Throughout the 11 years that you are married, you have 10 kids. Four of them are with your wife. That means you have six kids. The majority of your children. The majority of your children that you had during your marriage are not with your wife. <laughs> like, wow. I feel like this was just like a math lesson. I feel like 
DMX, you need to start thinking creatively about how you can fix this issue. I think one way is maybe do some like TV appearances. You could do Sesame Street. How many children that do DMX have out of going. out of wedlock? Could be this is a, know, a question of, about fractions. Absolutely. I mean, how many? If 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 there's this much money that has to go around, how do we divvy it up? I mean, I'm just thinking, make this into a show, DMX. Yes. Well, DMX gets a job. We could see him do a bunch of different side jobs to try and make money for these children. I mean, he has to get a check somehow, right? It's never going to happen. <laughs> he filed bankruptcy, of course. Of course. Which, and then, I'm sorry. <laughs> who knew you could file bankruptcy to get out of child support? Well, I mean, when you owe over a million dollars just to—I mean, you know, but you can't file bankruptcy to get out of student grand. loans. He's not getting out of anything. Oh, so then they're just going to have to. I mean, I don't understand what the course of action is. If you don't have the money, do they just put you in jail? Can you go to jail for? I think you either will go to jail, or they'll the government will just find a way to get it from you somehow. I like, know they snatch your passport. Mil- I've told I was getting. I'm getting to that. I've told this story a million times, but when I used to work for H&R Block's customer service, we used to have people call all the time asking where their money was. Oh, and you would just take it. And we it. would have to like go <laughs> to like it. look up this code because the, like, the IRS always creates this code that like applies to whatever status it is when it comes to your money. And we would look it up and there was a specific code for people who owed child support. And the government took it. Well, damn. So there were a few times where this nigga would call and be like, oh, my money yet. I'm trying to get the new Yeezy. <laughs> I want the new Jordan. Or whatever. Or that white t-shirt for $120. Right. And then we would have to look it up. I was like, oh, well, unfortunately for you, right. that money is now um, in your baby mama's pocket because you just decided that you weren't going to take care of your goddamn kids. So Uncle Sam had to do it for you. But I, this is the thing. I think that's totally responsible. And I think that's exactly what should happen. But like, however many percent of nothing is still nothing. Like, I don't think DMX has any money coming in. He doesn't. And then the thing is, his people are complaining because like you just said, after you owe more than $2,500 in back child support, they take your passport from you. So now he's trying to say, or his people are trying to say, that he can't go on tour. No one's asking him to go anywhere. Thank you. No one is asking him to perform anywhere. Your main concern is to get this nigga off crack. That is the very (laughs) first thing that you need to be worried about. Let's prioritize. Yanla was over here, like, he was on that damn show with his his motherfucking whoever in that studio trying to make it seem like he was on Yanla because he needed to fix his hoish ways. Like, I'm just addicted to women. No, sir, you're addicted to crack cocaine. Yeah. That is the first thing that you need to be worried about. And then all the other loopy bullshit that goes on in your mind. And then you need to figure out how to get these ducats so your kids can have their easy Mac, bitch. We don't have time for your shenanigans. No, but like, if you need to go stand in front of Dwayne Reed... And perform what these bitches want from a nigga or whatever yeah. the fuck. Like, you need to figure it out. The Rough Riders anthem, I don't give a fuck. But girl, your kids need their macaroni and cheese. You don't need a passport to go around these 50 nifty United States. So, what I no. suggest you, you can start perform calling in Jersey all the swap meets, every call the Publix, oh, call the Walmart. I'm saying you can make plenty of money right here in America. You can perform at the Brooklyn Flea literally every weekend. If Keisha Cole can perform in a Walmart parking lot, then DMX can too, damn it. Hold on. That is something that happened. Yeah, that's a real thing. I forgot about it. (laughs) So I'll just throw that in there. DMX, girl, we've been trying to pray for your black ass for the longest time. You'll figure it out. I can excuse a lot of, like, debts that people don't pay, but child support is not one of them, so. Keisha Cole. And I actually just remember this now that you brought it up so the story might be a little bit sketchy okay but 
Daniel Booby Gibson. That's like his nickname, Booby. I think I that's her know. husband. Yeah, it's her husband. God, this shows you how little I think about <laughs> Keisha Cole. I don't know any of this. I don't blame you. Yeah, no, it's okay. The two of them were at the Essence Music Festival that Beyonce was headlining. So. <laughs> <laughs> Already your face. Keisha's husband turned himself into the authorities on battery charges because he got into a fight at the festival. And he says it's because someone said something disrespectful to his wife. Now, I can't help. There's nothing else to this story. Like, nothing <laughs> no else has come out. who it was. But There's I no- know that it was the Beyonce statement. <laughs> you know I it was. I know that it was. You can't <laughs> tell me otherwise. I know. You are at the Essence Music Festival. Thousands of people are there to see Beyonce. Right. Stans are there to see Mrs. Carter. Yeah. Keisha Cole decided to bring her black ass there and be cute. <laughs> You mean, like, I know it was a Beyonce I know stand. Beyonce stand was like, bitch. That's a punchline. What punch the line. fuck is your ass doing here? That's a punchline way it happened. It really you should call it a Beyonce concert. Right. I mean, it, the joke writes itself. Like, much. that is amazing. So I just want to know which one of you young Philly dumbass Beyonce stands <laughs> said something slick to that bitch and then got, you know, clocked. And did you tape it? Because if so, send it to us. I need to have <laughs> So that footage. we can put it on the website and we can be your friend. I know. Yeah, no, It was absolutely a Beyonce stand. I just want to know what was There's said. literally no other, like, no other explanation. God, I'm surprised so she even went. I'm surprised I'm it wasn't captured on Twitter. I, I would have imagined that someone would have taken a picture of her and tweeted about it. That's and, true. And made it into, like, a huge thing. Hmm. I don't know. There has to be receipts somewhere on this. The Beehive drug her ball, you know, after that whole fiasco, after the Super Bowl and all that. So it could just be that nobody really gives a shit anymore. Did you see that video of her performing Grown Woman and that, that they're alleging, like, they're saying Keisha was in the front row. And when Beyonce was performing Grown Woman, she saw her and was like, bitch, I'm grown. And made and, yes! and she looked at her this way and walked off like, bitch, don't you ever in your life try it. Like, I don't know if that's true. I w- oh, you know what? I wouldn't put it past Beyonce, though. I wouldn't pa- put it past her either. But I don't know if it's true. I just think that it's funny. I love it. Uh, that's why she's the queen of my life. For shit like that. Ugh. And she's right around the corner um, like three days, days away you guys three days. are so excited about this concert coming <laughs> i up, cannot right? wait because revel's kind of fuzzy for me which i have discussed on previous episodes okay, so oh, this is my it. second beyonce concert and i'm just like di- i'm just dying because i know a lot of people have said that it's kind of like revel 2.0 and it's just like jazzier and more fun and but i don't know i don't know what to expect i'm just really really like i didn't get super excited till today because I bought the tickets back in February. So it's been, a, I've been waiting a long time for this show. Right. So now it's kicking in like, oh my God, I'm going to see Beyonce on Saturday. And she's literally like. You guys are breathing the same air. I know. Like right now. She's the only thing at this point that can get me to go to Brooklyn. Because <laughs> it has to be like a no sister. And it's no shade to Brooklyn because I love Brooklyn and tons of my family lives in Brooklyn. It's too fucking far. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it again. I almost had a fucking conniption. When I went to go see Solange. But it was worth it. It, it was, was worth, worth going it. to Brooklyn for that Solange show. It was but fun. I was livid. And when I got off that train and I said I'm not going back, I'm not <laughs> going back. I'm going to see Beyonce and I'm taking, I'm not going back to Brooklyn for the rest of this year. Okay. Well, some of us were really upset because we didn't get to go at all. Well, that was more Vitamin Water's fault. 
Yeah, shade to them on that one. Yeah, Brooklyn is really, really far away, and the trains to get down there are ridiculous. Something's always wrong or going slow. You know, it's not even falls Brooklyn. On the track. Something happens. It's the damn. It's MTA. It's, MTA. it's just forever. It's a fuck MTA. Look at me being so New York right now. Nobody outside the beef. city knows what the hell we're talking about. I don't even have beef for Brooklyn. I live for Brooklyn. It's the fucking trains. That's what it is. I don't. And You're that still one not going. that wants to go every. I'm not. I'm not going unless somebody's driving me. Okay. So there's that. I'm anyway. sure somebody will drive you. So DJ Khaled. Who? Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Dead ass on everything. I thought you was about to say DJ Caillou. Who the f- Oh, DJ Khaled. We the best. Okay. Who Sorry. Who the fuck is DJ Caillou? That, Caillou is not a DJ. He's a little white kid who has his own show. I'm like Nick Jr. or Disney Jr. or something like that. Caillou, I told you about Caillou, the bald-headed little boy with a, he talked back, he bad. I have what? no idea. Oh my God, y'all need to get around some kids. Is this what your nephew watches? Yes, this is what every child watches. I've literally never heard of that. Okay, anyway, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled made this huge <laughs> bullshit-ass stink. Um, Because he like, alleged, well, he proposed to Nicki Minaj, basically. He did some video. Oh, I think I saw this. <laughs> He did a video and he pulled out this huge gaudy ring that only he would have and like proclaimed his love. If I use the right word. Um, Wait, he was being serious when he did this. Like he, that's he, what he wanted everyone to think that he was being serious and that he was like in love with Nicki Minaj and he wanted to marry her and he was prosing. And what? So everyone was like, okay, Who would believe what is that? going on? <laughs> and even if we- but the thing is, a lot of people are just dumb. <laughs> and you want to know why? Because it's fucking Young Money fans. That's why. Because all of these, like, first of all, the only people who really gave a fuck about this damn proposal were Nicki Minaj stands. And the only ones who really seemed to believe it or even take it serious were the young ones. So, like, first of all, if anybody knows anything that, about Nicki Minaj, they know that she is with safari the nigga who's always with her and girl they're married like they've been married forever so Khaled is already signed to cash money or one like they're on the same label they're label mates so it's not like this nigga does not know even if he didn't know that they married he already know that this like she has a man right the whole thing was a publicity stunt because he has an album coming out I was wondering and he has like his new single that just came out and she's on it and so it was just really goofy and greasy and made me think of like that's so desperate. I, that is so dumb on every level because even if it was serious, like even if he really did think that he was going to propose to her via video, that is so tacky. I'm so sick of everyone making their like relationship like take a, take this thing to the next level, like this big dramatic production. Like, why do you need to propose to someone? over the internet or have like a flash mob and like a costume changes and like a band is there and I mean I understand <laughs> like, like I think some <laughs> of that like, is fun and you like jump out of a plane no I think that that is so self-involved like Aww. if you really in a are, proposal if you're proposing to somebody it should be about the person and absolutely do all the fireworks but like having to capture it on video to then oh, show the I entire see. internet like this is gonna go viral like oh we're so in love don't you wish you had what we have our relationship is so special it's just like <laughs> 
it's like doing a production for everyone else. So if I saw that and he really was produ- like proposing to her, I would think that he was a complete asshole. I would be like, what a douchebag. I would, I would say no to someone that proposed to me over video. Wow. <laughs> Don't put all my business in the sh- like on the internet, you know? Right. Propose I mean, I to me understand. At home or whatever, yeah. you know? I see what you're saying as far as the video cameras and stuff are concerned. I just like like I think if I if anyone was ever to propose to me, I would like a big ridiculous production. It just doesn't have to be on the internet. Yeah, go Don't as ever propose to me. What? Oh, okay. You, like, what you just go look up and be like, "What like, up, nigga? If you want to ever do it? get to <laughs> like, the point yeah, where nigga. that is what I want in life? Do it at home. Don't do it in front of anyone. But don't, then, like, but I don't now want, we want to see you. Blush. I don't give a fuck what y'all want. I don't <laughs> care. Do not do it in front of people. Don't take me to fucking Olive Garden. Don't take me to fucking whatever restaurant I like, <laughs> bitch. Olive. I don't want to do. I love Olive Garden. I, I know. I just don't. Okay. Don't take me out in front of a people. I don't know. You say like, that. You say that. But in the moment, speaking as someone that's getting married, in the moment, you will like, love it. You'll be like crying. You'll be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's happening. Because I will be embarrassed <laughs> and I will be disgusted <laughs> that you did. Like, I don't do. Listen, You'll nigga, like, don't ever fucking do it. S- your friends want to see you look embarrassed. I don't. Hey, no, what? It's no. Fun. Why are you taking out a ring, bro? How is all of my friends watching me be embarrassed fun for me? I think you would get over it as your no. friend. You wouldn't be embarrassed. You'd be like overcome with like love and like you'll be like, oh, I want to do it now. Like you'll be so excited. <laughs> It'll be just like that. Look, I'll come home and you can just be like, yo, do you want to? And I'll be like, sure. <laughs> Okay. I don't need a whole big fucking production where you have like this fucking Ferris wheel lit up with my face on the side of it and fire coming out the sides and Beyonce comes and sick. Actually, if you're going to have oh, Beyonce come. Oh, see, okay. now it's okay. If there was like a Beyonce flash mob and then you joined it and you were doing the grown woman choreography and then no. Beyonce came out of nowhere and started doing it behind you like in that one video and then you turned around and you saw her face. But see, that's different. Oh, see, no, then it's okay. Then because it's a that big... makes <laughs> that you that know, sounds awesome. It makes it all worth it. I'll be embarrassed <laughs> if I get to actually if Beyonce is a part of this proposal. Then I don't give a fuck what else. I happens. think the person that proposes to you is gonna go like so above and beyond. Like that's that just tells you you don't even nobody know. even likes me. So you no one that? is going to be. That's not even true. We get a lot of emails from confused bottoms into askarita at gmail.com oh, who are oh. very interested in dating kids. Okay. So the next story. Oh my God. That's really too much. So. I'm not lying. Simon Cowell's having a baby. What? How did that happen? Listen, your guess is as good as mine. Science be going too damn far. So, he got this woman pregnant by the name of Lauren Silverman, and she's a quote unquote. New York socialite. Simon Cowell is heterosexual. Your guess is as good as mine. Apparently. I said when I read this that I just, can't, it's not even that I feel like he's gay. I just can't see him having sex with a woman. Oh, I don't want to see him. Like, I just do felt like. I thought he came out. What? That man is straight. I felt like there was just like leather down there. Like, there was like no. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a Ken doll. <laughs> like, whatever. But the gag is. Lauren Silverman is actually married to a man named Andrew Silverman, who's a real estate mogul, who's also close friends with Simon. So basically, he got his friend's wife pregnant. That is fucked up. Wait, do we have confirmation that Simon really is? This is some. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. And so this is some Maury shit. Like the the married couple have been like separated for a while and in the process of divorce. And they say like as the marriage was deteriorating that Lauren and Simon became close. But um But of all the hoes you could have fucked, you decided to fuck your friend's wife. And get her pregnant. Like, girl. <gasps> Funny what? thing is, in two thousand nine he said that he didn't want to have any kids. Because he was like, <laughs> this is a quote, if I had them here drawing on the walls, I'd go nuts. <laughs> and I completely oh. understand. Having Simon as your dad would suck so yeah, much. Uh, he would just criticize everything that you do. This poor baby. Literally everything. He would be like, you can't sit in that room or this room or that room. Like He would have to like build the baby its own house. <laughs> Just because he doesn't just so want doesn't the touch child any of touching his any of his shit. Like, you know, but then last year he said that, you know, he's more interested in having kids. And it's yeah, because, I bet. Yeah. Because so, he was putting the moves on his friend's girl. That's fucked up. Congratulations. This poor baby born into a fucked up Kim Kardashian ass situation. Like, damn. It's that bad. It's pretty. It's, it's very similar. That child will <laughs> never want for anything in its life and will have more money than anyone I know. So. I mean, they'll have some fucked up parents, but it'll be taken care of. <laughs> Yay! But what they can pay star for that child, but you're rich. What white star child in Hollywood does not have, like, fucked up parents? Absolutely. I mean, even the black ones now. Look at the fucking Smith family. They're starting to become a mess. Those no shade. children. Will someone let those children go I to just school? said that I, I was Jada Pinkett Smith, motherfucker. Girl, I don't give a fuck who you are this week. I love Will, and I stand for Jada. I love both. I love the whole fucking family. But, I mean, look... Those kids look, need to be kids. They are awful. Aww. Why the fucking like? Look, you you see Kanye over here attacking paparazzi, losing his damn mind, making this fucking Daft Punk Marilyn Manson ass music, and you still want your child to go on dates with the um the pretty Kardashian? Is it the pretty one that he's dating? No, I don't know. It's it, the youngest one. They yeah. look the same. No, they, they, they don't. do look the same. To that's me. a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't know you were going to get so offended. Uh-uh, over- no, I'm sorry. Kendall is stadiums prettier than Kylie. I mean, goddamn. Like, Wait, it's Kylie's even- the youngest yes. one? Yes. Kylie is I the Girl, when I tell you they both blending. look the same to me. Shit, me. I anyway. mean, they just all blend together to me. What so. were we talking about? He's letting... Uh, Simon Cow. <laughs> Congratulations, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. suppose so. I was well, not really that happy, but okay. Good luck. So, JoJo is suing oh, her record label. I love her. No, she needs, this needs to happen. Yeah, it does. She because wants, it's a she long. She needs to put music out. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> well, she's been in this fucked up ass ra- um, label Contract. situation for yeah. the longest time. So, she's suing now um, the family records, which should have been your first red flag. <laughs> Duh, family records. And Blackground. Which is also... That's a name you ain't heard in a while. Right, but they're also famous for some bullshit these yeah. days, too. Um, but she's suing them because she's saying under New York state law, minors cannot sign a contract that lasts more than seven years. She signed her contract when she was 12. Her parents signed that contract when she was 12. She's 22 now. This is what happens so when your saying, kids get in the business. <laughs> you get freaking screwed. Yeah. Especially when your parents don't know what they're doing. Like, Raven's parents need to start like a, a class. Mary Kate for... and Ashley's parents need to start a class because yes. those girls are set for the rest of yeah. their freaking life. And have been since Full House. Right. With their own 
businesses <laughs> and their own empire. And their own little Those bitches are TV movies and shit. I and they had to stand a, for them hoes. And they have bed sheets and candy all kind and of shit. nail polish and draws and every damn thing. Lip gloss, all kind of bullshit. Everything. Just slap their names and faces on everything. Listen, everything Raven was on one of the most successful black sitcoms of all time. Yeah. And put a rap CD out. <laughs> I remember that. And then had like the most successful original show on Disney Channel. And yeah. had upside down eyebrows and still is really successful and <laughs> Not beautiful. <a> <laughs> Yeah, her eyebrows are upside down. Who cares? She still is fucking beautiful. She's she gorgeous. attacked Broadway. She did. She's like, yeah, and she never had her ass out on TV. You've never heard Raven caught up in no scandal, except for when they said that her she was pregnant by some gay boy. Which I've I don't never think was seen true. her nether regions coming out of some car. You hardly even see Raven's yeah. cleavage. Like, and she's always been, you know, top heavy, right? And she keeps like Raven's parents need to start a workshop, yeah. for these other. Parents out here trying to make their star, their children into stars. When those lesbian rumors came out, she got on Twitter and was like, my business has always been my business. Y'all have never been invited into it. So have yourselves a nice day. I said, that is, that is it. That is it. Keep these niggas out out your life. Yeah, because everyone else is doing it wrong. Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, all uh, yeah, of these everybody girls. else. Literally everyone. It's, Vanessa Hutch. Everybody who was in that spring break. And JoJo is so fucking hell. talented. She's like, it's, so it is good. criminal that she is Get still. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's it. I just, and me. Like, I. Because <laughs> just give me a face. Like, what are you singing? You, like, that close. was the song. No, no, yeah, that was it. <laughs> that's the o- that's her only song, and it was so good. That is not her only song. Well, but now she's grown up, and she's a little sexier now. And she's got this song, Demonstrate, which is life upon life. She just needs to have someone who actually gives a fuck about putting this girl's album out, because she's really like out here trying to give you Tina Marie tees. And I just, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I like her. I like her EP. Her mixtape that she put out, um, Agape or Agape, I don't know. Agape, I guess. Agape? I think it's a gape. Who knows? Anyway, it's really good. A G A P. There's um, a gape in her, a, a gaping hole in her career. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank oh, that you. was thank a you pun. for making. Thank you for making that connection. Good luck, JoJo. And so our last story. Okay. Is about Dwayne Wade and his wife, Siobhan. I think it's Siobhan. No, the fuck, it's not. I think it is. I'm I'm pretty sure that's her mama like, did not spell her name. I think it's a ghetto like twist on the Irish spelling of Siobhan. I would isn't put, that the Siobhan that's spelled like S I B O S I O B H A N? But this is like not C-O-1. even that. This is this is that is plus some other letters. It's like I'm not even gonna <laughs> ruin your day. I really thought it was Siobhan. <laughs> I, mean, I I would put cash money on it being Siobhan. Dwayne Wade's name is spelled wrong too. So these oh, niggas was a match wrong. made in heaven from the beginning. I don't know how this went wrong. I'm sorry, you can't say people's names are spelled wrong, but Dwayne Wade's name is it's spelled, spelled incorrectly. incorrectly. It just is. It's how spelled is like it? a typo. D W Y A N E. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. I- that's really bad. I really think it was a typo. I mean, I just said fuck it. No, I think I think no, his mama wrote it be, down. People are trying to be creative with these names. Yeah. I don't, I don't no, I think it. I think that was chosen and she just didn't know that it was spelled wrong. They you were like, man, times in are you school, sure? That boy probably had an English teacher who was like, are you? I think they, they, <laughs> they misspelled your name. He's like, no, no, that's it. 
That's how it goes. Are you sure? You remember when, you remember on Charm School when Monique asked um <gasps> she told her she Safari was get- <laughs> what you know what her real name was? Yes. And she said Safari and Monique looked so confused. She was like No, but oh. like No, but like you're sure? real Like the name you were born with, girl. It's Safari. And Monique and then she just like shook her head and was right. like, Okay, girl, okay. go back okay. over there. I anyway. Just, anyway. So, like, I don't remember exactly how long ago, but Siobhan, I guess, was in the news um, because she was planting her black ass in the streets of Chicago saying that um, Dwayne was not taking care of her or the kids or he wasn't providing financial. Like, basically, that he wasn't giving yeah, her Yeah, I think she was just sitting outside in Chicago like a crazy person, just yelling. And someone was standing there with a sign that said NBA Miami Heat star, mother of his children on the street. And she was sitting there in like a fucking like juicy couture tracksuit or something mm, like on the street with all this weave in her head. It's been crazy ever since they've been going through like their divorce and all that. And then like the custody battle for these kids. It's been really messy. And Dwayne's legal team has been trying to make it seem like she's crazy. She's been doing a good job of. Oh, maybe she is. Listen, I, that's what happened with Amanda Bynes. I was one of the people that thought she was crazy. Like something was actually wrong with her. And something might actually be wrong with this yeah. woman. If she's standing outside with a sign. and The yelling. other side of it is that, you know, Dwayne Wade, they had a really messy custody battle and Dwayne won. And so people think, you know, maybe she snapped because her kids are gone and she's like right. going so what crazy makes it trying worse to get her now, kids back. But that doesn't really work. What makes it worse now is that um, he has full custody of the kids, but the mother is supposed to be able to see the kids or she's supposed to be able to get like visitation with the kids. I think two weeks every month or something like that in the summer. Okay. And so then Dwayne and his people tried to basically get that little privilege revoked saying that she needed a psych evaluation first. <sighs> so they went. To the judge about that, and some judge in South Florida was like, girl, shut the fuck up. Like, let this woman see her baby. Right. You Like, you know the judge usually, in, like, you have to be like an axe murderer for a judge <laughs> to be like, you can never see these kids. Right, exactly. So. What a mess. It's like a hot ass mess, and Gabrielle Union sitting on the sideline with her fucking Miami Heat hat up. Let me leave her alone. <laughs> Wait, I thought she was dating Dwight Howard. What? Gabrielle Union is like damn near married Dwayne right now. Really? They've been together, yeah, really they've been together long for time. a long time. Does she know his name is spelled incorrectly? <laughs> Probably not. Because that would deter me. It, I Listen, I worked for the Heat once, and I actually met... This is when Dwayne and Siobhan were <laughs> like still married and together, and she was a nice lady. Yeah. It seemed like she had all her wits about her and all that kind of stuff. Girl, I don't know what the fuck I mean, happened. I bet if your husband leaves you for Gabrielle Union and then sues you for custody of your kids and it's this whole long battle and then you lose. And then you ain't got no money. I feel like, and you took him in when he didn't have nothing. And you took him in and y'all was staying at your parents' house. Like, you really built this nigga up. And then when he got on, he left you for another black girl. But still, like, it seems well, like it's been a series <laughs> of fucked up events that happened to Siobhan Wade. And now she's all fucked up and lost it. But I don't really know. I have no idea what the deal is. Because I think somebody else said that she was getting like $45,000 a month in spousal support or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, she was getting spousal Because it seems like if you're getting that much money a month, you would just kind of get over breaking up. Like, I mean, breaking up sucks, but breaking up and not getting no money out of it is even worse. That's why I think something must be wrong with her. Because it sounds like, how old is she? Do you know? I have no clue. Mm, Probably in her mid-30s like they are. Because, you know, there's certain times in your life where, like, 
you know, mental illness can really present itself. So that's mm-hmm. the only reason I ask. I don't know. Good luck to her, though. That's I mean, sitting outside in Chicago, like just screaming. That's not a good look regardless. Yeah, that's that's not a good idea. That didn't. Yeah, that didn't paint you in the best of lights. So I don't know, girl. I hope Gabrielle's not the one sitting on the sidelines playing like with a voodoo doll or something. The best know. course of action for the new woman in these situations is to sit the fuck down somewhere. And shut your black Do ass not up. get involved talking about somebody else's. Like, I think that was Trayvon. She doesn't, though. She never says anything. Yeah, but Trayvon Martin's daddy, his girlfriend, I think she said something Ugh. about oh, yeah. how she was, she cared about Trayvon, too. Like, girl, okay, yeah, you cared. We but don't care. Sweetie. We created and birthed him. So, literally, you can go sit down. No one asked because <laughs> no one cares yeah. how you feel. You missed. cared about Trayvon. That's nice. However, he has parents, and we're going to focus on yeah, them. Yeah, we're like, going to worry about them. You just sit your ass on down somewhere. And so I th- I, I think probably Gabrielle Union is staying out of it completely, which is the best course of action. And, I mean, she's got her basketball boyfriend and, like, a new show coming out. On right, and TV she has show. her own career and her own money and her own everything. So I'm sure she does not want to get involved with the trifles of her man. So Maybe best she didn't. Anyway, well, that's our, our week in bullshit. <gasps> Great. So let's move forward, shall we? Yeah. (laughs) So, people, I know that you are still probably trying to catch up on some of your favorite shows, like me. I mean, I'm finishing up with Sabrina and Dragon Ball Z at this point. I'm a nerd. Don't worry about me. But (laughs) worry about yourself in this free extended trial they got over here at HuluPlus.com slash the read. Take advantage of it right now. It's an awesome way to support the show and to get your visual life. I am still making my way through the Cosby and the Cosby show and all eight seasons. And it's just so much fun. HuluPlus.com slash the read. That's where you go to sign up for a free two week trial. It's regularly $7.99 a month, but you're getting this great offer just through us. You can watch on so many different devices. You can pause your shows and come back. It's so much fun. Don't forget to head over right now. Sign up. Claim your two weeks. H-U-L-U-P-L-U-S.com slash the R-E-A-D. I've seen a lot of you people talking about you using it and loving it. So if that's not you, go get your life. It's free, girl. You'll love it. All right, let's continue. So my fave. Yay. Our letters from home. I'm so excited to do these. As always, you guys send in your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will pick some out and read them aloud on the show. You guys are ready? Let's go ahead and get started. Okay. Our first letter comes from someone who says that she would like to be addressed as more confused than Paula Patton at the BET Awards. Wait, what? That's her name. This is signed from someone who calls... We'll call her confused. Confused, Ed. (laughs) <laughs> I have an amazing three-year-old by a fuckboy. Well. He hadn't shown his true colors for the first three years that we dated, but after he raped me and told me to get an abortion. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. He you decided just, like, that, very casually went right Well, there. I guess because I've already read it, so I had that reaction already. <laughs> but Trigger warning. Sorry. Ooh, yeah. Well, he decided that he didn't want to be a father. The problem is that I grew up without a father around and I desperately want my son to have his. My family and my boyfriend of two years despise him. I don't blame them. I do, too. He's now matured, quote unquote, in his own eyes, I guess. And he suddenly wants to be a father to our son and apologize for how badly he's treated us in the past. 
He's even blamed the rape on being drunk and apologized for that, which I didn't accept. But should I be keeping my child far away from him or should I try and co-parent with him in hopes that one day he'll grow up for free, for real? Just two extra bits of info. Number one, he acts so much like Stevie J. It's scary, but I'm no meet me. And number two, he doesn't have parental rights to our son. The answer is no. Fuck him. He's lucky that he's not either dead or behind bars. Your child does not necessarily need his biological father as much as he just needs a father figure. You got a man. Um, cherish that relationship. If your boyfriend right now um, is fond of your son and is a father figure, that's all the fuck you need. Fuck that nigga. Fuck everything about him. Fuck his DNA. Fuck his lineage. Fuck Jeez. him. The end. Good day. Yeah. He does not ever need to see that child. He does not ever need to speak to that child. He does not even need to know the child's name. In fact, tell your child to change his name Look at when he gets to legal age so that this man knows literally nothing about him. Like, keep him as far away from that fuck nigga as possible. Fuck, fuck his breath. Fuck his nostrils. Fuck him. Okay. Fuck him. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, damn. I, there's, I, there's no way that you can't co-sign with that. I mean, I think from the beginning, she knew the answer, and she really just needs our little extra bit of encouragement. But if if this guy raped you, and then he can't even own up to it, and he's going to blame alcohol and not take responsibility for what he yeah. did, then clearly, like that is the first thing that you. That told you everything about the type of person that he is. And that's not someone that you want around your child. The answer is no. He's a rapist. The answer is no. He's a fuck boy. Fuck him. Keep him away from your child and every other person that you care about. Well, if you care about your grass, okay. keep him away from it. I know a lot of women go through this when they realize that they're pregnant by somebody who ain't shit. And they're like, damn, you know, I didn't have my daddy and I didn't want this same situation. For my own child, and a lot in a lot of cases, I feel like women go too far in trying to accommodate the other parent because they want that so badly for their children. Like they want for their child to have two parents so badly that they'll put up with an ungodly amount of bullshit to deal with it. And girl, no dad is better than than a dad that's shitty. The fact that he right exactly having a daddy around is not like being in a better position if your dad is a fuck boy like if he's just an asshole and a shithead girl it it's is not literally it's actually better hurting to your grow son up with no father there you go. grow up to, with a father i know some moms who dick. are great moms and dads and you know do what you have to do of course i understand where you're coming from and in, in feeling that you want your child to have his parents like i said he doesn't need to have his biological father if you really want him to have that male figure in his life he can have a father figure and that's it if not nigga i don't know what else to tell you um have him listen to some jeezy i don't know like be his daddy i don't know like keep that nigga away from your baby okay i think you've made it clear fuck all of him fuck every molecule okay let's just move right on <laughs> jesus h this mo this movie are you fucking kidding me what am i on this letter is from Jared, who wrote, I'm 21 and a senior in college. I've been in an almost two-year relationship with the most awesome man in the world. He's so good to me and has helped me get through things that I couldn't have called on my closest friends to help with. Here's the thing. We live together, and we've been living together off and on since we've been dating. Every day, it's him and I, me and him, us, we, all the time. 
Upon graduation, he's planning to go into the Peace Corps and I'll be going to film school. I am totally afraid that as soon as he is gone, I'm offering my hot pocket and my heart to the first thing that gets my microwave cooking because I'm going to need something physical all the time. And two, because I'm way too fine to be sleeping alone or attempting to have Skype sex with my boyfriend across six seas. So my question is, what am I supposed to do for two years? Where I'm are going you going? <laughs> you sit your ass. No. Get your ass down. Sit your ass down. Uh, Oh, this is. (laughs) So anyway, my question is, what am I supposed to do for two years? The smart part of me says, stay. You and he can you and he can go far. You just have to be patient. But the other part says, find someone else. You'll fade away. Eventually, you'll be too far apart. I have to make a move fast. And this is the last go round before life gets real. And I graduate. What should I do? Wait, did he call his butthole a hot pocket? Because that is really gross. Yeah, that's what was said. That is so gross. Because <laughs> when you think about like the dynamics of a hot pocket. <laughs> okay, you know what? There's like pepperoni in there. And cheeses. And it oozes and out. grease. <laughs> like, no. But I mean, a lot of people say that. And, I guess and it don't burns you the first it. time you bite into it. It burns you when you is bite it. it. Ew, see, this is this, disgusting. That's disgusting. Okay. That's, well, thank you so much. Girl, <laughs> I ain't got no goddamn advice for you. This is cut, cut and dry. It seems just like a previous letter I that don't you're think looking that's cut for. And dry. I think it's cut and dry. You guys need to you break either, up. If you need somebody to fill your bussy, that bad bitch, break up with him and then go do what you got to do. But that says a lot about your character. It just does. You I like if you feel like <laughs> if you feel like you You're so offended. I am because it's not like if you feel like you need sexual attention that bad that you separating and staying together, you'll like cheat on him or something. Then it just says like it's like, okay, that means you're putting sexual gratification above this guy. So you don't and your relationship. Right. So then you You could love him, but you love dick more. And if that's how (laughs) you feel, then girl, break up with him and go get your life. Make sure you use condoms, plenty of lube. I don't have anything else to say to you about that. (laughs) I like I said, I think it's cut and dry. It's very easy. I mean, but it's a two year relationship. I feel like it's so dumb to just throw that away. Because Wait, been, yeah, so been, do I. They've been together for two years and then they'll be apart for another two years. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be in the Peace Corps, though. It's not like he's going to be in jail for two years. Yeah, like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with breaking up. And then if you guys are meant to be together two years from now, getting back together. Communicate to him if you want to and be like, so look. I mean, do you really feel like if your partner, I feel like if my partner went to the fucking Peace Corps, I could find it in me to just not have sex. Well, clearly I this guy can't. literally could do that. I, I really feel like I could do that. Like, if that would not be love, that hard if, for me. Because if you're in, that's, that's the difference between you and this person. If you are in love with someone, you will wait. Everyone says, oh, I could never do long distance. And you know what? I said the exact same thing last time I was here. When you meet the right person, suddenly you will do things that you never thought you would do. This guy, I'm sorry to tell you, you are not in love with this guy and you think that you are. Maybe he is really great at eating your Hot Pocket, but (laughs) there are lots of other people out there who can do the exact same thing. 
And clearly that's what you want because Ooh, you've decided. That's dumb though, because <laughs> if you're like, if this is a homosexual relationship, I'm going to tell you one goddamn thing, bitch. <laughs> if you've been in this relationship for two years, that's like 10 for gay males. Okay. So cl- like you can run around here if you want to and try and play these games with the rest of these queens, but it's going to be a while before you find some shit that's going to last that long again, girl. Cherish what the fuck you have. If you got a little bit of money, that's there are I'm places saying. that you can go to where you can make a mold out of his penis. That way you're <laughs> getting his dick for as long as you need until he gets back. It's true. There are places where you can buy like dick molds and make like a dildo out of your... I've seen it on like real sex. I have learned so much about gay sex from listening to the read. No, like straight people do it all the time. I know, but I just... I didn't know... Like why... Okay. It can come in handy. I feel like, I feel like we should be encouraging Jared to try and make it work. Like, I feel like. That's what I'm trying to do. But Jared said that she is so damn fine that she can't be in her bed by her damn self. Like, okay, well, Um, girl. Well, you figure it out. Jared, I mean, why would you throw away somebody that you've obviously, you know, felt compelled to stay with for this long? Like, do you know how hard it is to find somebody out here who's worth the damn? Like, like it's a struggle, girl. Can Why I just th- leave? <laughs> no, you cannot. You have to sit here and listen to this. Like, come on, Jared. It's so hard to find somebody out here who's not gonna lie to you and dick around on you and has a job and is about shit and like is trying to learn and read things. And, like, I'm come on now. You just go throw all that away. Like, yep, they j- are. <laughs> you thought this nigga was going to prison for two years for our right? Like, he's, he's going to the fucking peace. Or Jared, come on! Or like he committed murder in the first degree, like he ain't shit or something. If you if you break up with him, somebody who realizes what a great catch he is is gonna snap his ass up, and when you realize it, it's gonna be too late, and it's gonna burn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we like talking, a hot pocket are we about the hot right out the okay. microwave. <laughs> okay, gotcha. We just wanted to make sure we were still talking about the hot <laughs> just pocket. So much. Good luck. Next. All right, our last letter comes from Kay, who said, "I'm a 21 year old senior in college." Oh. That's uh, so a second senior in college. Anyway, and I'm currently working as an intern, a part of a program implemented by the mayor. The program offers pretty good connections and a wide range of opportunities to learn about city government, politics, and other things I enjoy as a political science major. The only thing is that the internship is unpaid, and sometimes I feel like free labor. For example, I've been stuffing 400 envelopes while spending my lunch collecting data and creating spreadsheets. It's okay. My boss commended me on my last project on creating statistical data. The pat on the back felt good since I'm terrible with math, but I know we all have to start from the bottom, but I feel like I'm under the barrel. How do you guys feel about unpaid internships? Have you ever done one? What advice would you give to college students who want to gain the most out of their experience in lieu of a paycheck? Are we wasting our time and should just go get a real job instead of working for free? Internships are just a part of college. It's something that you do. It's, you know, most of them are unpaid and the interns that do get paid usually make less than people in prison. So it's not even like, <laughs> no, like it's not, not that bad. I always had paid internships. I could never, I couldn't afford to take an unpaid internship. Right. I just did them wherever I was working. I did an unpaid internship when I think I was like 19 or 20 and it was rough, but you either do it or you don't. Like the purpose of the internship is to me, more than just like college credit, it's about networking and it's about experience. So if you feel like you're not getting anything out of it and you also, you know, you over here struggling, then do what you, you know, is best for you. 
Clearly, you can't survive on ramen alone. Here's Actually, thing, you can. Here's the thing about it, unpaid internships. I think there are ones that are definitely worthwhile, but it sounds like these people are really just using you for free labor because when you go to an internship, you're supposed to learn something. Yeah. If they're asking you to put together spreadsheets and balance shit on your own, you're not learning anything. You're doing someone else's job. So if you really want to stay there and you want to get something out of it, I would go to whoever your supervisor is and explain to them, like, I, you know, I've made these spreadsheets, I've done blah, 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 but I want to learn actually how you do your job. I want to learn about the actual field that I'm in. You're supposed to come Not- out of an internship with knowledge about whatever the fuck it was that you were doing or interning for. So, like, you know, it's like I said, it's more so it's less about like college credit and the job itself and more so about meeting people and learning and getting the experience that you're looking for. If you're not getting that from this, then go do something else. Right. Like, I, I kind of go back and forth on the whole paid versus unpaid internships thing. Like, I think if possible, then you should try to get a paid one because I don't feel like your work should go uncompensated. But I do think that in some circumstances, it's okay to take an unpaid inter- internship if if you're getting something out of it that makes you feel like your time is worth it. Listen, if you're trying to, like, if you're trying to... I don't even know if you're trying to own like your own advertising company, let's say, and you're interning for a few months and every day you go in and you sort people's mail and bring people coffee and go home and you learn nothing. You're wasting time. Yeah. You're wasting time and your free labor. You should be in pitch meetings with them. You should see like how they're putting together presentations. Right. You You should should be shadowing other people in the field. Like, right. So not stuffing envelopes and putting together. I mean, you can be doing those things too. But at the end of the day, when you go home, you need to be like you when you're done with this internship, you need to be like, damn, that was a great experience. I feel so I feel more prepared to do X, Y, and Z. I guess I guess like the the biggest piece of advice is, is when you go in to interview for your internship, like you should be interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you like you should ask them like what do your interns learn when they leave here that they didn't learn before or you know whatever the field is what are the things that you want to get out of it and ask them are there going to be opportunities for me to go on meetings with you are there going to be opportunities for me to put together mock-ups for brands or whatever it is that the industry is ask them those questions and show them that you really want to be a part of the business not just someone that stuffs envelopes Right, because if you're not doing anything else and you're not getting paid for it, girl, you might as well just go get a a job doing the exact same thing. Yeah, if you're stuffing envelopes, then you ought to be getting your $9 an hour or whatever the fuck they pay to stuff envelopes. Like, that is not... Unless you're stuffing envelopes at Vogue. I mean, mean, yeah, of course, there's always, you know, insane exceptions. If Beyonce wants you to come do something, you're going to go do it. It doesn't matter what she's paying you, if she's paying you, where you're going, none of that. You can't communicate with your family. It's fine. You're going to drop everything and go do it. Like... There's always exceptions, but I mean, if you interning at some regular ass run of the mill company and all you're doing is pouring people's coffee, girl, you need to be getting paid for that or you need to go do something else because you could be sitting at home for free. Okay. That's it. Don't forget to send all your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Please use that email box to send us questions and that's it. All right. Hola, amigos. See, I am learning all that great Spanish that I told you guys about through that audiobook that I downloaded at audible.com. You can do the same thing. We're offering a 30 day trial for you to sign up with Audible, learn what they're about. It's so much fun. All the different books you can download. Get started at audiblepodcast.com slash read. Listen, I know I've told you all about the four agreements and how much I love that book. 
So I was just going to go ahead and also recommend that you read Mindy Kaling's book, Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me and Other Concerns. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's relatable for me anyway. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I love her and I love the book. It's available right now. You can go and check it out at audiblepodcast.com slash read. You get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. It's awesome. It's awesome. We made up a word for how great it is. Yeah. You can read on different devices. You can switch back and forth on your Kindle between reading and listening. There's just all kinds of fun options. Log on now for your free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. That's audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D. All right. So... We've come down to the end of the show this week. <sighs> Already, the more aggressive so soon. portion. <laughs> do you have your read prepared? I may. Do you have yours? I do. Miss Cheskley, do you have one? Yes, I do. So, who wants to go first? It's not Kid Fury. Oh, okay. Well, Cheskley's our guest. Are you really going to make your guest go first? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really it's an guess. honor. Okay. Um. So. You know, as I'm getting older, I'm approaching the, the golden ripe age. Uh, and I've been told that as you turn 30, you like have a lower tolerance b- for bullshit. And I'm really finding this to be the case, especially when it comes to relationships with people. Like there's just certain people in your life. You get to a point where you're like, we're not supposed to be friends Bye, this is over. We're just not gonna be friends anymore. This is for the people that when you try to end a friendship with them, it's like fucking breaking up with someone. They like refuse to let the friendship end. They're just like stalking you like, what's going on? Why aren't you hanging out with me? Like, no, I won't take no for an answer. Like just coming back at you. And I had recently a huge experience with this. Um, I talked about it a little bit on my blog after the the Zimmerman verdict. I had a few people I had to let go on Facebook. Just had to let them go. They were just saying some shit that I was not okay with. I was going back and forth with them. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I guess you were just someone that I'm not going to be friends with. And this person in particular would not let it go. Sent me like five emails just yelling at me, screaming at me. My grandfather was an Irish slave. Someone called me a honky one time and I understand what it's like. And I was like, no, what? No, you're what? 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 What what does that have to do with any anything? This person, long story short. We were talking about the racial profiling that went on in the case, and he stormed into the conversation on Facebook and was telling us that racism is a social construct and we need to stop thinking about it. And if we stop talking about racism, it will end and we should be talking about drone strikes and, and, you know, things going on in Chicago and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, white boy, you need to shut up (laughs) when when black people are talking about racism because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So thank you. Please stop. He kept going. Yeah. He kept going. Okay. You know, we just need to stop talking about racism, you guys. Let's just stop talking about it. And so I deleted him off my Facebook. And after I like explained to him what happened and I said, listen, don't talk to me unless you're going to apologize. This relationship is over. He texts me a picture of Morgan Freeman. There's a Morgan Freeman like meme where apparently an interviewer asked him, how Girl. do we end racism? And he said, stop talking about it. And he was like, look, Morgan Freeman agrees with me. Oh. And I was like, oh, 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 well, the wise Negro said we should stop talking about racism. You know what? Morgan Freeman said it. So I guess you're fucking right. <laughs> he sent me this long ass text message. Oh and God. literally my response back was, please do not text me anymore. <laughs> and then he texted me like 
30 more times. And I was like, listen, it's not me, it's you. I don't want to fucking be friends with you. The relationship is over, okay? I, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You are a fucking racist, okay? The minute you start telling me how to deal with being black and how, how you, someone called you a honky one time and it really hurt your little fifis, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. And the fact that he sent me like 30 text messages badgering me and every single one just was worse. Like, you know what? I'm really disappointed in you. I really thought you were better than this. You need to watch this movie and this happened. And um, you also need to like look at this paragraph that I'm going to write. And I'm like, no, I don't need to do any of those things. Right. Actually, you know, another thing Morgan Freeman said, <sighs> I don't have to do anything but stay black and die. <laughs> you should have sent him a meme of that. I just really, I can't, I, I, I'm not here for white people telling me about racism. Like people that have not experienced racism telling me what it's like. What? And then you're going to tell me to watch a movie that's written by somebody else who's never experienced racism. Like, <laughs> no, I, I really don't give a fuck. You either are going to apologize to me or we're not going to talk anymore. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't have to be a breakup. Like I had no romantic relationship with you. Like when it's over, it's over. And you need to know how to say goodbye to certain people in your lives. And they need to get over it. Like, right. That sounds like he was more like wanting to be right. But yeah. I had other. I, but, but that's what I mean is that like he couldn't take the fact that I, I just be, don't agree with be you. Right. I don't agree with you. And I don't want to talk to you about this anymore. Like this. This door is now closed. Right. So let it go. <laughs> so let it go. It's not it's not so much that you need to be harassing me about it. Motherfucker. I said no shit. The end. Nigga. Damn. Goodbye the end and i've had other friendships like that before not necessarily ones where they had to like yell at me but they just had to keep like pressing the issue of like why aren't we hanging out more like what's going on with us and it's like we're just we're not right for each other as friends right and it's over bye i don't want to talk to you anymore so when it's over it's over let it go people that's great advice I'm telling you, you text me if I don't want to be your friend anymore. I just won't text you back. Eventually, you'll get it. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. Because you're bad at texting back, so. Excuse me? Don't even. Fix your face. <laughs> it's not my fault that you go to work at 9 o'clock in the morning and send me a text at 9.30, but you know I'm asleep. I mean, 9.30 is a reasonable hour to expect you to get your ass up and reply to a text message. It really is. It's no. not asking for the world. 9.30 is not even early. Well, I get up when I want. Okay. Well, fuck you. All right. Are you? Do you have a read? Yeah, but I'm not going. It's okay, well, I'm going to pass my read. Pass the read like we used to. Because I've never done it before, and I'm very excited to do it for the first time. All right. This read... <laughs> look at your little face. This read <laughs> comes from Tosh, and it says, I can't stand people, especially fuckboys, who screw up and then act like nothing ever happened. No, bitch, it happened. I remember. And for you to sit there with that fake-ass smile and pretending that it didn't is insulting. Be real and own up to what you did. Don't get mad at me because I'm reacting to your previous actions. Take responsibility for anything you may have done because guess what? I don't like you. We ain't cool. I'm not your friend. Let me say it again. We are not friends. So don't talk to me. Don't message me. Don't ask me how I'm doing. And don't expect me to be nice. Expect me to be respectful if i even decide to reply but don't expect kindness because frankly i don't give a solitary fuck about your feelings you weak ass motherfucker fuck you with a screw bitch and drive that shit in fuck you with a screw and drive that in yes that was phenomenal that's what i said 
I did not. I said work, Tasha. I will be implementing that into my vocabulary. Sometimes you just get fed the fuck up. And I know that friends have arguments with other friends all the time. People fall out, blah, 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 whatever. She really did describe like almost every nigga on earth. But you cannot come back into my life without acknowledging that you did something fucked up. That's what I'm like. I completely so feel Tasha hard on about that. that. Why? Why is it? Why do people niggas be like? I mean, damn, it was like two weeks ago. Like, okay, nigga, we still ain't talked about it. So people just don't want to ever apologize. It's like really like it's so easy apologizing. It's just so get easy. it out of the way, and then or they give one of those like fake apologies. Like, I'm sorry that you felt that way about that thing Which that is I some did. Bullshit. Right. I that's actually that's my fave. Stand it when people do that. Like, yeah. no, you don't feel bad. You're not sorry because that that's I feel away. Right. You're sorry that you made me feel this way. You are sorry that you did something. Right. So that's say what you did, and then say sorry, and then say that you're not going to do it again. But that's something that end. people do when they intentionally are like, "Girl, like I'm not." Right. That's when they're really no, not. Some people give that as a legit, a legit one. Like, right. I'm really but that's why that it's my thing because it's like, girl. I only I will only say I'm sorry you feel that way if you're like in your feelings and I don't care. That's because you're such a mean little some bitch. But I only do it when I don't give a shit, (laughs) which is like ninety. I don't like saying that I'm sorry either, which is why I make it a point to be right as often as possible. I will not argue about something unless I feel very certain that I'm correct. And by employing this method, I avoid saying I'm sorry a lot. But when I do have to, you know, occasionally even somebody such as myself will slip up. And occasionally I do have to say I'm sorry. I will at least acknowledge what the fuck I did wrong. I will at least say, okay, girl, you know what? I told everybody you caught herpes in 10th grade and it was really my fault. And I'm fucking sorry. Like, I regret the fuck out of that. And I feel really bad. I will at least say that. It's really not that hard. It shouldn't be. But apparently for niggas. You know how motherfuckers are though. Well. (sighs) Thanks, Tasha. Moving right along. Mm Mm-hmm. My read for this week is going to be directed to the Lay's Potato Chip Company. You silly ass bitch. I'm going home. Like, Nick, this is so fucking dumb. He's about to I don't. Shut your mouth. Because Lay's may be low-key racist. No, we need to take this seriously. Oh, is this about the chicken? Listen. (laughs) So Lay's potato chips had this special campaign they were doing. (laughs) Oh my god. That was an explosion. Choking right now. (laughs) No, I'm good. Lay's potato chips had this little special campaign. (laughs) Where they released three limited edition specialty flavors of their chips. And people were supposed to vote for whichever ones they liked the best. And they were going to keep those like on shelves. The three flavors that they released were cheesy garlic bread, sriracha, and chicken and waffles. (sighs) So listen. (laughs) This motherfucker is mad over some chips. Although it doesn't really matter. Cheesy garlic bread one. But you can still find some of those other chips on the shelf. Now, I have all... Listen, I'm a huge fan of chicken and waffles, as a lot of other niggas are. It's just like a black thing for most of us. We just enjoy chicken with waffles. I don't know if the nigga named Roscoe actually did invent... I don't know how that happened. I don't know who was the first person to think, but I don't care. All I know is niggas love chicken with waffles. It's delicious. It just is. So... I love a sweet and a meat. 
That's what it is. Sweet and a meat. It's sweet and a meat. Sorry. So, when, listen. No, this is serious. No, it is. This is very serious. Sorry. sorry. So, when niggas found out the Lays was doing chicken waffles flavor chip, we were all like, like mm-hmm. low-key excited, but kind of skeptical. Because it's like, how do you do that? Most of the times with flavors of chips, it's usually another flavor or like a seasoning or a spice like salt and vinegar barbecue chip sour cream and onion that kind of thing chicken and what like how is this gonna happen this nigga's a chip connoisseur <laughs> so the other day i went down to my precious deli where i got all of my snacks and i was already under the influence of a wonderful plant and they had the chips on the shelves it was the first time i'd ever seen them in person and so I was like, okay, let me go ahead and grab these. I'm already high, so I might as well, like, it's probably going to be, like, that much better. Right? Right. <laughs> these chips taste <laughs> like maple syrup and ramen noodle seasoning. They taste like honey. <sighs> they taste like honey roasted gooch. Like, <laughs> like Ew, They're so gross. Like, I literally, I couldn't even eat eat them like they weren't even like they weren't even like okay they weren't even like oh these aren't as good as i thought they were good they're disgusting <laughs> did you say honey roasted gooch though, they taste like like sugar-coated taint they're horrible <gasps> like oh. they're so gross kind of like Francesca. a hot pocket no 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 not no, <laughs> no because they're so i'll tell you later disgusting like it's like they're un. <laughs> Bearably bad. And I just feel like, first of all, you did this for niggas. <laughs> like, y'all knew that black people were going to buy these goddamn chicken and waffles chips because we were fucking interested. We had, you know, these like little fantasies of how delicious these goddamn chips were going to be. And we were going to buy them for fucking all-star games and for the NFL, whenever that shit came around or whatever. Like, you knew niggas were going to buy these chips. For you to disrespect the legacy of chicken and waffles like this with this bullshit-ass chip. <laughs> Bitch, how dare you? I feel like Lay's Potato Chips has disrespected the entire black community, and I want an apology. (laughs) Because those chips are just infernal creations. Those are the most horrifying. Like, it is... Girl, I threw them away. Like, I couldn't even lie. And I was... Well, I think Lay's is owned by Pepsi, which is owned by Beyonce. So maybe if you tell Beyonce... No. Oh. I was gonna say if Beyonce knew that one of her products was no, oh okay, because Beyonce does not own Pepsi. Yeah, sure she does. No, no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. And Beyonce did. She did. Um, our community justice because Popeyes now has chicken and waffle tenders, and if you want to try something chicken and waffly on the go, you can go ahead and go get those. <laughs> Because they're pretty chips. good, but not these raggedy ass, downtrodden, bastardized ass chips <laughs> that Lace created, knowing that niggas were going to be excited about it. They taste like piss. Don't buy them. They're it should have been like a fried chicken disc with like, like a maple syrup flavoring sprinkled on the top. No. Yeah, kind of like a chicken nugget, but flat and fried. Ladies oh. can't put that in a potato chip. Yeah, bag. no, you can't make a kind of like pork rinds, except with chicken skin, and oh. then you spray it with a little sweet. 
No that more from you. Disgusting. <laughs> it sounds so good. It's like a chicken pork rind. Yeah, I like pork rinds, except made out of chicken skin. No. Are you are you shitting me? This will be delicious. Crystal, no more from you. Mm-mm. That is horrendous. <laughs> well, anyway, those chi- like seriously <sighs> don't like. I think they cost a dollar nine, and I want every single one of my pennies back. Every last doubloon, I want them back because those chips were absolutely like, who the fuck? Which one of you hoes at Lay's oh my God. tasted those chips and were like, yep, yep, let's put these on the shelf. These are banging. They are like almost inedible. It tastes like you're eating wood chips or something or like Jared's Hot Pocket. Like they're just, they're gross. <laughs> they're gross. And I feel disrespected as a black man in just America. Just flip your hair. I, yeah, I used like the cord of my headphones as a... <laughs> hair flip the hair flip yes thank you so much i'm finished (laughs) thank you so much for telling us about this new attack on the black community i hope y'all address this in church on sunday i hope that something needs to be done about this we cannot continue to let these injustices take place no i'm serious i know you are so yeah because the Asian people got their sriracha flavor, the white fi- the white folk got their cheese and garlic bread flavor, and the niggas got pissed. We got honey covered <laughs> ass cheek in these goddamn no. I but don't. also niggas love spicy and sriracha is hot. So yeah, but sriracha is an Asian thing. Okay, I'm just thank you so much for letting us know, y'all. We need to mobilize across Bears the country. Delicious. Get these task forces started. Maybe if I put some sriracha on. No, no, Nothing no, no. Can save don't, don't, don't buy no more. As always, you guys, if you have a read that you want to submit to the show, whether it be about something as crazily blackish as the flavor of some fucking potato chips, please send that. They are disgusting. <laughs> it's like you don't believe Lay's me. stock is plummeting <laughs> right now because of you. Lay's going to have to sponsor the show or something to get back on your good side. They are horrendous. Send your reads to pastorread at gmail.com. I've never tasted a potato chip that was so bad in my life. And Lay's is like classic. Yeah. Like the plain Lay's, nigga. Remember when they had that whole you can't eat just one, nigga? I never could eat just one. Because it's not possible. It's fucking delicious. It's like little buttery sex pieces in a big ass bag, nigga. Of course I'm going to eat all this. How could you fuck up here? How could this be it? You've had your classic original. You've had sour cream and onion. You've had salt and vinegar. You've had barbecue. You've had ranch. You've had like all of these delicious. How could you fuck up when black people wanted you? I'm. I'm leaving. I'm Even the home. honey barbecue. Like, it was a honey Ooh, barbecue that's good, too. The honey barbecue. Sweet and the meat. They even have a ketchup flavor. <laughs> you guys, listen, you guys, the first time I said it, I don't think you believed me, but I love a sweet and a meat. A sweet and a meat. It's so good. Are you going to do your Britney Spears Oh, my God, listen, you guys, I have, okay. I have a treat for you. Okay, I can't wait. All right, so <laughs> we're pretty much done. Yeah, now we're having fun. And before we go, we need to <laughs> let you all know to go over to huluplus.com slash the read and enjoy the gifts that they have. If you want to catch up on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta before this reunion. I don't know why you would. But, I mean, hey. But if you do. I'm really hoping they never put this <laughs> back on TV ever again. So the point is huluplus.com slash the read. Go on over there. Get your life. Don't forget to email us with questions and, you know, advice or whatever the fuck you want at asktheread at gmail.com. 
If you have a read, like Crystal said, pass the read at gmail.com. Visit us at thisistheread.com. <laughs> Oh, you like running through all the credits. I cannot wait to hear what Jessica Lee's going to do, though. And follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and all of those great things. YouTube and <laughs> go. Take it okay. away. <laughs> okay. I'm like so, dying for this. So I'm really excited. I've been practicing a really fun Britney impression for you guys because I was so excited to hear how much you love In the Zone. Yes. And because Beyonce is this weekend, I thought I could do a Britney Beyonce mashup for oh, you. Oh, hell no. Are you ready? No. Go for it. They love the way I walk. <laughs> Cause I walk with a vengeance. <laughs> and they listen to me when I talk. Cause I ain't pretending. I'm going home. Alright. I've been trying to leave. It took a while, but I understand just where I'm going. No. I, I have see been. the world and I know who I am. No. I bet you I run this. <laughs> I'm a grown woman. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I can be fast if I want. So, so the key is to sound like a baby crying and shitting at the okay. same time. It's, that's what you do. Just, I'm a man. I can do whatever I want. How is this even happening? Tell everyone where to find you. <laughs> Um, on the internet as Cheska Lee, C-H-E-S-C-A-L-E-I-G-H. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube. I, I post videos every Friday on my comedy channel. So, uh, yeah, check me out on Fridays. And, and there's also Cheska Locks. And Cheska Locks is my hair channel. I post every Sunday. I'm doing like hair, beauty, fun stuff. So, yeah, follow, follow me on the internet. Let's hang out. Don't forget to check out ixorabb.com. Use code THEREAD15 for 15% off your first purchase. And for everybody internationally, she does ship overseas. So Someone sent us over. a tweet and said that they just got the luxury kisses mango peach thing and that they're living for it. Yes. And they don't send really wild, disrespectful messages to their yeah. customers. We, so. we, we do business with classy girls. So. Like the lady at Eeksora. So head on over there. Anything else, Kid Fury, from you? I'm just ready to go see Beyonce. Me too. My soul says yes. Ugh. Yes! Actually, that's what my soul says. My soul <laughs> says yes. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. They're yeah, customers. We, so. we, we do business with classy girls. So. Like the lady at Eeksora. So head on over there. Anything else, Kid Fury, from you? I'm just ready to go see Beyonce. Me too. My soul says yes. Ugh. Yes! Actually, that's what my soul says. My soul <laughs> says yes. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. 
I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash READ. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.